Welcome to the New Norm Show. I'm your host, Stormy Ray. I created NewNormCo.com and The New Norm Co. on Instagram to share all things plant-based. I'm on a mission to make plant-based living your new normal because I really believe that a plant-based diet is the gateway to a healthier, happier life. At least it was for me. And I know that I'm not the only one. So I'm here to uncover other people's plant-based stories to leave you feeling inspired to leave animals off of your own plate. On this show, I'll be having conversations with people from all around the world that have made plant-based eating their new normal. I know from experience that making the switch is not easy. And sometimes you're wondering, should I do this? Why should I do this? So with these interviews, I want to show you why they went plant-based, how they've changed their lives, how they do it, and their best tips for living this lifestyle so that you can do it too. We'll also cover building healthy habits, kicking old ones, and getting outside of your comfort zone. We'll talk with people from all walks of life, from your everyday vegan to people who have made plant-based diets and veganism their life's purpose. Everyone has to start somewhere, and I hope these stories leave you inspired to think about eating more plants. On occasion, you'll also hear episodes from just me. I'll talk about plant-based food, veganism, cooking, anything cool that I've learned in the past week. And I'll also talk about trying to implement some of the stuff that we learned from our interviews. If you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a little review. Follow us on Spotify or favorite us on Anchor so you can see our new podcasts that come out every two weeks. And definitely share us with all of your friends. If you're interested in learning more about how to go plant-based, visit my website at newnormco.com or connect with me on Instagram at the New Norm Co. Today on the New Norm Show, we learn from Shauna Chandler. Shauna is a vegan leader in her community. She is from my hometown, which is a small coastal town up in northern British Columbia. Shauna has been vegan for about five years now and is raising a fully vegan family. She also just launched a plant-based skincare line with her sister Krista. I had a really good time meeting Shauna and doing this podcast. She is one of those people that you meet and instantly makes you feel happy. She's super friendly, smiley, glowing, and she just radiates positivity. She inspires me because one day I hope to raise my very own little vegan family and I also thought it was pretty neat that she manages the vegan lifestyle in a small town where veganism isn't very well known. I also know that sometimes people think that because they live in a small town, it's not possible to buy all the things you need to be vegan, but Shauna shows us that it totally is possible. In this episode, we talk about how anxiety led Shauna to look into the vegan lifestyle, how the lifestyle has impacted her health and well-being, as well as those around her. We discuss how she transitioned not only herself, but also her family to a vegan diet, and she shares a little bit about the differences between both her vegan and her non-vegan pregnancy. We also talk about what her family eats as vegans and how she raises vegan kids in a non-vegan world. We get into the topic of running, making new friends in your community, and about her side business in creating a plant-based, ethical, and zero-waste skincare line. So everybody, let's get started. Hey Shauna, welcome to the new Norm Show. Thank you so much for being my first face-to-face interview and coming on the show in my tiny little makeshift studio. Yeah, thanks for having me. No worries, Shauna. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm really excited about interviewing you today because you're from my hometown and I didn't really know there was many vegans up here. So that's pretty cool. For those of you that don't know, our hometown is called Prince Rupert. It's a little town up in northern BC. 
It's technically on an island, so it's surrounded by the ocean, but it also has mountains. I think it has about 9,000 people. It could have more now. I'm not 100% sure. So Shauna's been vegan up here for five years, and she's a mom of two. And so Shauna, can you tell us what is it like being a vegan up in a small town? Oh, man. It's pretty, uh, sometimes it's lonely, but it's also kind of kind of cool because everybody kind of knows that I am the vegan in, in our small town. Um, when anybody has a question about eating less meat or um, cutting dairy from their uh, diet because they have some sort of allergy or whatever, somebody always finds me. They find my Instagram and they message me and I'm like the go-to person. It's kind of funny. Yeah, you definitely are the go-to because... Well, I don't live up here anymore. And I was talking to a girl from Prince Rupert and she was like, you definitely have to interview Shauna. Like she's a leader in our community. She has her own plant-based skincare line. That's so funny. That's yeah, so funny. Because I'm not, I'm not one to really be like the center of attention and like ask for all this. But I don't know. It's something I'm passionate about. So people have obviously heard. Yeah, and notice. And I've looked at your Instagram and your food looks so good too. So it kind of paints a picture that you can be vegan and not just eat salads. Yeah, definitely. That's that's sort of how I like to like win people over with like being vegan and eating more plant-based is that you can eat like you normally do. Like uh, you can eat comfort food, you can eat healthy food. There's so many ways to be vegan. So that's kind of what I want to prove to people. Yes, that's so true. Cause I like, my grandma's always like, yeah, like I can have you over, we can make a salad, but really you can just go on the internet and Google anything and make it vegan. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah. So did you find it hard when you first went vegan or were you kind of like a cook or like, Oh my goodness. how did it go for you? <laughs> so a common joke in my workplace is that I was such an awful cook before. I wasn't even awful. I just I was clueless that my boss always says that I didn't even know how to boil toast. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> toast. honestly, my husband was the cook in the house. My mom works at the hospital. She's a cook in the kitchen. Um, so she cooked for me when I was growing up and I was kind of spoiled. Like they just did everything for me. And Callan, my husband just cooked for when I uh, got home from work. So I wasn't, I didn't have to you do any. You typical cook. Did yeah. You, did you, okay, so did you not learn to cook when you were younger? Because I didn't either. No, definitely no not. No idea. Yeah, no idea. And so when I went vegan, I sort of had to like figure it out. I was, uh, I was a mom of a three-year-old at the time or almost three-year-old and I just had to figure it out. So I just di- dove right into uh, Pinterest and Google, whatever I could do to find some recipes and I just followed the recipes like every single measurement I measured everything out I'm like if I if I follow this and I follow them like how many minutes it needs to cook then I can't fail yes and like eventually like intuition kicks in and then you like learn what tastes good and yeah yeah that's exactly what happened to me because I think it's intimidating for people at first because they're like well I don't even know how to cook regular food how am I supposed to cook like plant-based or vegan food yeah absolutely for sure but yeah, if you just, like I say, if you follow some recipes and you find your go-tos, like your favorite meals and you just veganize it, yeah, you can totally do it. Yeah. And don't you think it, like, it becomes really fun because everything's super colorful? Oh, absolutely. And you don't have yeah. to worry about like getting sick because I know like <laughs> whenever I used to eat meat, I'd be like, oh my God, is the chicken cook? Like, I don't know. Like, am I going to get that's sick? And so I only ever ate dry chicken because I was so afraid. That was so, that's so funny you said that because I used to overcook everything. I would get my mom to come over and like check and make sure that my things were cooked right through. I was so nervous about poisoning yeah. people with salmonella. I would wash my cutting boards over and over and over. And yeah, now I'm like, oh, I can just use the same cutting board and the same yeah. knives for everything. And you don't it's have so to nice. worry about it at all. Yeah, for sure. That's so true. 
So what did you grow up eating? Um, we grew up pretty like health conscious, I would say. Like I definitely wouldn't go back to what we used to eat, but we kind of had that standard like animal protein, some sort of carb, like a rice or potatoes and vegetables. Um, I was kind of thinking about this recently about what, what my parents used to cook when we were growing up. And I think that we all kind of ate like that typical nineties food where like you would shake and bake chicken and like. I don't know, just like sausages and like whatever. But we also had lots of fish because my dad used to fish um, growing up. So we would, we would. Yeah, were you born and raised up here? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, so we would camp growing up, and we would eat freshly caught fish from like the river and stuff. But um, and my actually the majority of my family is actually type one diabetic. Oh. And so we didn't have like junk in the house. We didn't. We had like no processed sugar basically. So we ate pretty health conscious, like I say, but again, I wouldn't go back to eating yeah, that way. Yeah, <laughs> because you're taught that it's healthy and every, like, that's kind of like how we grew up too, except we had more sugar and we had like, um, what's it called? Like frosted flakes and fruit mm. loops for breakfast, yeah. but our parents thought that it was all healthy for us. I know. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have anything like that. I think we had like Rice Krispies and we ate toast in the morning and oatmeal and scrambled eggs and but stuff yeah, like Rice that. Yeah, Rice Krispies. I forgot about those. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. But I haven't had them in years, but I guess you can make them with vegan marshmallows now. Oh yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. yeah we do that all the time. We have like vegan marshmallows for camping and... Yeah. I saw yeah. on your Instagram too, you made these things. They almost look like sausage and cheese rolls but i know they weren't they were like twisted bread oh the pizza rolls oh, oh yeah like, yeah and they yeah. Had, looked like they had cheese in them i was like yeah. that is so cool yeah i make those for my son um i make them pretty regularly actually because they make like a really big batch and i just keep them in the fridge for my like really easy go-to lunches for him yeah. at school so yeah it's n- nice to have them on hand yeah makes sense <laughs> um okay so why did you decide to go vegan like what sparked that Okay, so um, I went vegan in 2015 uh, in the spring, and so not to like be a Debbie Downer or anything yeah. like that, but 2014 was a really hard year for me. Um, I had my first son in 2012, and I was battling um, postpartum anxiety really, really b- badly, actually. Yeah. And I sort of just suppressed it, and I put on like a brave face, and like nobody really know- knew that I was kind of going through it. And then everything just started kind of piling up after two years of just pushing it down and down and down. And to the point where I was having like panic attacks daily. So I went to the doctor and the doctor kind of prescribed me a whole bunch of medications and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Diagnosed me with generalized anxiety. And I went home and I knew that we were going to start planning for another baby in the upcoming year and I was like oh I don't really, want to be on medication I don't want to be on medication no. and like it takes so long to get on it and then it takes so long to get off of it and so anyways I decided I was going to look into some alternative I, I this was a new diagnosis for me so I was yeah. going to look into some sort of other way to get over this and so I started googling what I should do so I started with um getting rid of like refined sugars in my diet and I really decreased my caffeine intake and then, uh, so in the new year, I started with clean eating. I just decided I was going to eat no more processed food yeah. and just see how that felt. And after a month of doing that, I felt definitely better, Yeah. but I was still a little bit like on edge and I wasn't, I wasn't myself for sure. So then I went a step further and I stopped eating meat. I, I, I shouldn't say I stopped eating meat. I, I started eating less meat. <laughs> yeah. 
And then... Uh, Did you have any stomach aches or anything when you had this? Or? No. 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 I kind of had, like, I was pretty, like, pretty healthy overall, yeah. overall other than my, like, mental, my <laughs> mental instability at yeah. the time. I really like this because people go plant-based for so many different reasons. And mm. lots of people, th- like, say to me, because one of my main things was my my health, like, my physical health. Like, um, I always go stomach aches and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, would brain, I was brain foggy and I had, like chronic infections and my mom's always like I don't want to go vegan because I don't have anything wrong with my stomach and I'm like but mom it helps with so oh, much more so yeah absolutely this is really cool yeah so basically I found on uh on YouTube that there was like a whole bunch of people that were like over overcoming their anxiety with going vegan and I started just clicking around and you know how like YouTube has recommended videos yeah and I stumbled upon this video and it's by a vegan activist named Gary Yurovsky are you familiar no, with him? No I haven't heard. So he has a, a YouTube video and it's in so many different languages now and it's called the best speech you'll ever hear it's like an hour long and it's just a speech that he's putting on in front of a college class. I think I've seen it but I haven't like I haven't actually watched it but I've seen it advertised to me. I'm yeah. gonna link it in the show notes after. Yeah the absolutely yeah. it's great there's like like, I will give a warning. There's, I think, like a four-minute clip of some animal cruelty going on in there. Yeah. Um, but he really just hits all of the points on, like, why you should just not be eating animal products anymore. Um, and there just was no argument after that. And, you know, I felt, felt really uncomfortable watching, like, the slaughterhouse footage and all this mm-hmm. animal cruelty. And I to the point where I was sort of, like, not really watching it anymore. I think I was, like, fast-forwarding. You kind forwarding. of fast-forward, yeah. And I was like, you know what? If I can't watch it, then why is it okay for me to eat it? Yeah. And so that was like the pivotal moment for me. Like that was April 30th. I watched that video and May 1st I went vegan. Like that was it. I was just like, that's it. And like as... Because it uh, changes your mindset, right? But if you're just, yeah, I want to go vegan because everyone else is going vegan, you're probably not going to be able to do it. No. And you know what? Nobody else was going vegan. Like (laughs) nobody else is going vegan. Especially up here. Like I never even heard the term vegan till I think I was 20 and I was living in Australia because... Just, it's a small town, fishing town. Yeah. Just, it's not up here. Yeah. Like, nobody I knew was vegan. I don't even think I knew any vegetarians. Yeah. It's like, it's unheard of. I knew none growing up here. Yeah. Unheard of. So, it's really fun. It's nice to meet your family and know that, like, you know, what is it? Four out of five of you are vegan. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It starts with one and then I kind of, I think that's what happened with your family too, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, um, I was the only one to go vegan and my husband, my husband was sort of on board like he nobody really kind of put up some stop signs for me and they were like no you shouldn't do this yeah Um, that's really nice because I think that's a big problem for a lot of people that try and do it yeah their partners are against them or their family makes fun of them and I don't know why people make fun of you because you're doing it for reasons it's not like you're just doing it because you want to get skinny but even if you were doing like you know what I mean like (laughs) I don't know why people do that to us absolutely yeah like nobody was really stepping in my way or anything like that and I think that because I was saying you know like my mental health is like really suffering right now and I need to make a change that people kind of like okay like she's like we don't want to like poke fun at her or anything like that because she's already in such a vulnerable state yeah and so yeah my husband just said okay like if you want to if you want to make whatever like I'll eat whatever you want to make and so I was like, okay, well, I have to start making really good food to yeah. make sure that he's happy and whatever. And so uh, my my first son was just about three at that time, like I said. And so he was eating or he was drinking like homo milk, which is what the doctors suggest yeah, that they do. It's, so it's crazy. like 3.2% or something like that uh, fat. It's like so critical for brain development and all these things that like the uh, and health strong systems. Bones. Yeah. But apparently, 
well, I've like read on the internet that it doesn't, it actually works against you. And, Absolutely. Like, leads to like osteoporosis. Yeah. The, um, I read somewhere that the countries that consume the highest amount of like dairy products yeah. have the highest osteoporosis. Oh, which is so crazy. Isn't that wild? But wild? marketing does really well. Absolutely. And it's not even on the Canada Food Guide anymore. I love that. Yeah. I love it. I so told much. my auntie that the other day because her, her kid brought milk here, I think, in spite of me because I was getting him to try like soy milk and almond milk when he was here a couple days ago and he yeah. slept over last night and he literally brought his own milk with him and I was like, did you just do that? Because we were like talking about how, how old is she? Uh, nine. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know, nine-year-olds, like, ten-year-olds are so funny, like, they're totally stuck in their way at that point, and there is totally a a difference in taste, and I was gonna say, like, I was so lucky to transition when we did, my three-year-old was, like, very easy to transition, we did it really slowly, so I I didn't want to, like, ruffle any feathers with him or whatever I didn't want yeah because kids can be picky already too right yeah I didn't want to like put anything on him like all these like food uh, anxiety or anything like that so we started with him pretty much immediately we kind of cut meat out right away because we weren't cooking meat and I I think I bought milk for I don't know two or three months but yeah. I started watering it down with like plant-based milk oh that's so smart yeah and he didn't ever have like a bottle that he didn't go to bed with a bottle so yeah. it wasn't that tricky and eventually he just like went he still ate into... more plant-based yeah. milk and then so he adjusted his taste yeah I think yeah. we were buying like a four liter jug of milk and then we like eventually were like just having to buy one liter and then it was like it was ridiculous we're like you know what there's less than half in here yeah like no more milk and then um I think eggs were the next to go because my husband was still eating eggs at the time and uh, the last thing to go actually was like birthday parties, like going to birthday parties and having birthday cake or going to a friend's house and having grilled cheese sandwich or something yeah. like that. That was the last thing that went. And as of January 1st, I was just like, you know what? This is the new year, 2016. It's the new year. I was pregnant at the time with my second son. Yeah. And I just thought like this new baby is going to be raised vegan and I don't, I don't want to have to keep buying all this stuff or yeah. saying like, okay, like when you're at a birthday party, you can have this. It's like, no, we're done. We're, these are these are our, our idea our deals and morals and values, at the point. Yeah. yeah like we're not gonna do that I anymore. always think about that I don't have kids when I'm like one day I want to have kids I'm like how what am I gonna do when they go to birthday parties mm-hmm. or they're like around my mom because my mom is someone that gives my mom doesn't even eat candy herself but she's like they love it when I give them candy and chocolate <laughs> oh my goodness I was just talking to her today she's like you're gonna have to give me treats so I can give them treats from me because she's not going to go vegan. I'm like, mom, I feel like I need to prepare you in the next coming years so you can have like, you can know what to do because I'm like scared to leave my kid with you because she will go behind my back and like, I'm super lactose intolerant. Chances are my kids are going to be lactose intolerant. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, luckily for me, I feel like I have such a, like a, an easygoing, like vegan story. Yeah. But my, my mom was like so great. Um, she, even when we had landed my first, and I sort of had these, like, ideas. I was like, I don't want him having juice. I don't want him having all these processed sugar. Like, I was sort of already on this, like, health kick where I just didn't want to, like, put any, like, gross chemicals or, yeah. you know, things into my kids. And so my mom really listened. Like, she, when she had the kids or when she had, when she had Landon, she she didn't feed him anything that I wouldn't want him to have. Yeah. And so I really trust her. Like, she always has plant-based milk in the house and she bakes vegan goodies for them and it, it's so really cool. really awesome and so going to the birthday party stuff um I actually prepare 
like a cupcake or something before I go to the party and so and I always ask the host of the birthday party if I can bring it and everybody's so awesome there's been actually a few times recently where people just provide vegan cupcakes oh wow it's so amazing and it's so cool that they're doing it up here because it yeah. like it must be hard to actually someone told me in town someone makes like vegan donuts do they make vegan cupcakes yes. too yes there's a cake maker that has started making vegan cakes and cupcakes which is so great because I yeah. used to make them all myself and which like, is a lot of work you know what I'm just gonna pay somebody to do it now so like our our kids really aren't they're not sticking out as something different anymore like they're they get all the things that all the other kids get so I think that it's really kind of normalized like yeah in um, the last couple of years absolutely yeah so like when we went vegan five years ago I definitely think that there was we were eating really clean obviously because they're just what weren't the um the options in town like there are now but now my kids can have ice cream and they can have they can have yogurt and they can have vegan cheese and like so many things yeah. that like even sour cream and you know it's like they're really not missing out on anything they get everything the other kids get just in a different package because it's, it's so plant-based yeah, yeah I was amazed because I haven't been up here for two years and for those of like listening our hometown only has two grocery stores right yeah and one of them save on and save on is really good at carrying yeah like all not alternative products but plant-based options yeah, like natural. And like, yeah and like gluten-free flowers and stuff like that and I went in the store I was like you can actually buy so many plant-based things here like yeah ice cream you can buy pizzas yeah absolutely yeah and so and yogurt that was so cool they even have the there's so many that Riviera new uh, oh, yogurt brand it's, it's my favorite so good it actually tastes like yogurt yeah it's yeah. like <laughs> it is so so good yeah, I, I kind of made friends with the produce people there and, like, asked them to bring in a couple, you know, in the tofu cooler, there's, like, uh, all different kinds of plant-based meats yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah. That's a good tip. So if you're, like, vegan in a small town, talk to your local grocery store. Yeah, make friends with them. Because they might not know to bring it in unless you're telling them. And then I'm sure once people see it in the mm-hmm. store, they're like, ooh, what is this? I'm going to try this. Yeah, for sure. And even if, if you're not into, like, the vegan junk food, like, you buy you can buy a case of bananas and a case of apples or whatever's in season at the time and and if you're friends with these guys like they'll probably give you a little bit of a discount like yeah. it's good to make friends with these people for sure that's so true like <laughs> in um where I was living before up in Kelowna there's a save on but it's like a small save on it has way less options than even the save on up here because I think in that area people don't really buy that much natural foods just oh, in that wow. area yeah. of Kelowna the rest of Kelowna has so much stuff but I went there and I asked him to bring in oat milk and he's like what's oat milk like I've never heard of it and then he ended up ordering like all the three kinds that are someone's um oat milk and he says it does so well oh that's he's like so thank good. you for telling me about this I'm like no worries thanks for bringing it in see you just have to ask somebody and you just never know how it's going to take off and I think that like people are on this path where they're wanting more plant-based options yeah. and so it is going to sell and I think that people are a little bit surprised especially in our small town like um I think there's a lot of naysayers are like oh that'll never sell because people are just you know going for the animal products but I think they'd be surprised yeah, yeah. and then once it becomes more available in your small town, like, because veganism is kind of growing, mm-hmm. people are, like, more interested in, like, asking about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. probably when you first went vegan, people probably weren't asking you that much about it. But, like, as time mm-hmm. goes on, now people are, like, interested in instead of being like, oh, that girl, she doesn't eat this. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, how can you help me? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I love running into people in, uh, like, sort of the more natural areas in the store. Like, I, I don't know, maybe three years ago, I ran into somebody standing in front of the day of pizzas, and I was like... 
hmm, I wonder if they're vegan. Yeah. And so I just like... And they make friends that way, right? for sure. I just like sparked up a conversation with them and this guy was like 60 years old and yeah, he's like, I've been vegan for like 30 years or whatever. I'm like, oh my gosh, where have you been? Yeah. So yeah, just talk to people. You just never know who's going to be vegan, right? I found I made so many new friends since I've gone vegan, especially because you can join like Facebook groups Mm -hmm. and meet people you would never meet or run into otherwise. Yeah. You guys have a little community up here right yeah do, we have do like do potlucks or what do you guys do yeah we have like a little facebook uh community it's for vegetarians and vegans and it's not like exclusively for yeah. vegeta- vegetarians and vegans it's sort of people that are just like interested minded and yeah they, yeah they want to eat less meat or whatever is going on so um we do have potlucks a couple times a year um, we post our favorite recipes. We post when something has shown up new in the grocery store or, or there's discount somewhere. So it is cool. Like you definitely make these relationships with people that you might not kind of cross paths with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then if you're interested, if you're listening and you are interested in going plant-based, look for a community in your area. Just go on Facebook, type your town. Usually there's always one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There is. Oh, and I interrupted you. Okay, so let's go back to your story. You watched your video and mm-hmm. then you went plant-based and did you notice a difference in like your anxiety and how long do you think it took yeah I think it took um it was definitely a journey uh things weren't immediately solved Mm -hmm. um but I think just like being open and starting to talk about how I was feeling definitely helped and cutting all the junk out of my diet definitely helped and um I I think that things started to change in the first couple months for sure. I was feeling yeah. a lot more stable. And by that time, I, I fell pregnant in August of that year. So yeah. I was only vegan for four months before I was before pregnant, was pregnant, which now I think about that. And I'm like, that's just crazy. Like I barely had a routine for myself. Yeah. And I was like all of a sudden pregnant and carrying a baby. And did you stick through it through your... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I haven't like wavered at any point. Yeah. I'm, I kind of have like a really stubborn, <laughs> stubborn yeah. point of view, which is like... It can be like do me favors, and it can really like be a negative yeah. for me. But I definitely I stuck I stuck to it. I had definitely had food aversions when I was pregnancy when I was pregnant. I should say, um, I didn't ever crave any meat or any dairy. Yeah, I was or wondering anything that. Like that. Yeah. And did anyone say anything? Because I've like listened to podcasts about like I've never actually talked to a vegan mom in person, but I've listened to podcasts and read stuff on the internet. And some people like think that they're doing like a disservice to their yeah. baby. Yeah, no. But you're not. But... No, exactly. No, I didn't hear anything actually. Like I had it so yeah. easy. I really did. Um, nobody kind of was like, you know, stepping in my way and saying, hey, like where are you going to get this from? Or where are you going to get this from? And I, I think that I was kind of, I was putting it out there. Like I was like, this is what I'm eating today. I'm like growing a vegan baby. Yeah. And like I, I was putting it out there on my social media. Yeah. And like there was a few comments that people were like, oh, well, what about bacon? Or like whatever. Why does my baby need bacon? Yeah, just like <laughs> silly things like that. But nobody thought that I was like doing any harm to my baby, yeah. which was great. And it's funny, like I gained over 50 pounds with my first baby. Yeah. So that was when I was wearing, eating like a standard American diet. And I kind of like stopped weighing myself at the end of the yeah. pregnancy because yeah. I just was like, oh my gosh, this is getting to be too much. And then with my second baby, and there's so many factors, right? I was definitely like busy, like chasing around my almost four-year-old yeah. at the time. But I only gained uh, just under 30 pounds with my second. Yeah, and that's a big difference. That's a big difference. My recovery was like so much better than my first. I never thought about that because mm-hmm. I know like when you're an athlete, your recovery is better. Yeah. But it actually makes it easier for your body to heal overall. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It took oh. probably, I don't know, I, I definitely like lost most of my weight in the first six months after having my first child. And then yeah. after having my second, I think I was like 
pretty close to my regular self after like three months. Yeah. Um, I remember with my first, like my stomach just like you could see my after birth belly was just yeah. like so soft and so sad looking. And with my second, like it was like my, my abdominal wall just like retracted so yeah. fast. I remember taking a picture at like 10 days and it was almost flat. It was wild, yeah. wild to see. Yeah. That's so cool. And, uh, and like, did you find when, after your first pregnancy, you had to like really watch what you're kind of eating to get back in shape? Yeah, yeah, for Whereas, sure. And then how about the second one? Yeah, I just ate what I what knew was gonna before? was gonna fuel <laughs> yeah. me. I, I did breastfeed with my first and second baby. Yep. Um, breastfeeding was really a, a challenging journey for me in both uh, birth babies. Yeah, my first one I struggled with supply issues and I had to supplement with formula and I was just like so so nervous about that with my second baby. Yeah. Um, obviously like fed is best. That's what people yeah, say. And I would never put my, yeah, 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 I would definitely, definitely never put my baby at harm or anything like that. Um, but, but it was, is there many plant-based baby formulas? No, like not I in remember, North America. Yeah. I remember looking, I don't know why I was looking up, but I, I think for one of my friends that had a baby and I'm like, I can't find any good plant-based no. alternatives so that you're kind of like yeah, you're stuck. Yeah. So yeah, like they say, say fit is best. But with my second baby, uh, my supply issues were definitely like, there weren't as much as of a struggle as my first baby. Yeah. But I definitely had to keep it in my mind to keep my body fueled, like keep hydrated, keep, keep feeding myself yeah. so that I could nourish my baby. And so with my first, I breastfed for just over a one year, yeah. which was my goal. I just wanted to make it to one year. With my second, I really wanted to make it to two years because they sort of say that you can, um, you, you need to breastfeed for the first year. That's like sort of like the ideal the timeline. Because some people go, I've seen to like three, four years old. Yeah. So we made it to two and a half years um, with my second and he, he was such a big baby. <laughs> so my first was seven pounds, 11 ounces. And my second was eight pounds, five ounces. Oh, wow. So he was a heavier baby, even though he was like grown in a vegan body. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he, he had such an appetite as a little baby. Um, everybody referred to him as like a little Hulk baby. And oh, it's so funny. So I look cute. back now and his head was just like a ball on top of his shoulders. <laughs> like he had no neck and he was just so round and Aww. squishy. Yeah. So funny. So yeah, just like this idea that like you need to eat animal products to grow this, like the fat squishy little baby is definitely yeah. not the case. I mean, all babies are different. There's going to be such a variety of shapes and sizes and things like that but yeah it's just funny that my vegan baby was bigger this than bigger, my yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you notice a difference in like how like does do your kids get sick a lot or how old is yeah how old are your kids though so i have a seven and a half year old and a three and a half, three and year, and a half year, old. year old yeah um my kids my first landon used to get ear infections i got those all the time when yeah. i was little and i also got them before like I went vegan, like even as oh. an adult. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, I think that like inflammation from like dairy, I think yeah. really plays a role into that. That's just my personal opinion. But, um, my first definitely had a couple of ear infections that had needed required antibiotics. My second has never had a, had a ear infection and he's never required antibiotics, which is awesome. Yeah. Because then the, like antibiotics kind of ruin your gut flora. Yeah. So yeah. Every time I know every time I got, I haven't had to take them actually since I've gone plant-based, mm. but before I had to all the time and I'm like, no, yeah. like, I'm going taking a step backwards, I know. but like I need them, but I don't. Yeah. 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 It's, we've been really lucky that way. 
I mean, we get like the odd stomach bug because they yeah. are in like public school systems and stuff like that. But this year, knock on wood, we have had a really healthy, happy home. Yeah. <laughs> There's been like a couple runny noses, but I've heard of like some crazy horror stories. And you school. made it through December, which I feel like is the worst month because, you know, it's the yeah. holidays. Everybody's and in. And yeah. yeah, everyone's hanging out with everyone. And yeah, luckily we've been pretty good this year. I, I don't think that my kids don't have like that constant runny nose or that like yeah. that cough or whatever going on so I don't know if it's the vegan life I hope it's the vegan life I I hope so (laughs) that's what I get from like listening to other vegan people like um have you ever heard of Earthy Andy I don't think so no she she's from Canada but she lives in Hawaii she's lived there for like 10 years but she has three kids and she's actually who inspired me to go vegan like I read one of her blogs but I'll talk about that in another podcast (laughs) Um, but she said her kids used to always have like asthma and get sick all the time and they've been vegan for years now and asthma is just completely gone. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that amazing, hey? I think it's, yeah, because your body's just not as inflamed as it would be. Yeah, that inflammation is such a a key, right, to have a healthy body. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's also, like, important to know that you can also be vegan and be very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy. you got to watch the processed food. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so since you've gone vegan, do you find that people around you have gone more vegan or yeah, what's um, that been like? Yeah, so our family of four was vegan and then I have a sister that went vegan after watching the documentary What the Health. And immediately after she watched it, her partner watched it. And so they went vegan together. My mom is what we like to consider flexitarian. Yeah. <laughs> she's mostly plant-based, but she she will indulge and eat animal products when she's like out at a restaurant. But for the most part, her house is plant-based. Um, I have a brother and he's not vegan. He sort of had like, he put his dug his heels into the ground yeah. on this one. He's not really interested, but I did gift him Vega for Christmas, and he does like it. He does so, like I mean, it. There's a start. Baby steps yeah. here, right? And and so when we have family dinners, like especially on the holidays, so Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas, we would always provide like a little bit of chicken or something for my brother yeah. and his son. And this Christmas, we actually had an exclusively plant-based <gasps> Christmas, oh, that's so and nobody cool. nobody complained. Nobody, everybody enjoyed everything. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, that <laughs> is awesome. Yeah. It is baby steps because, like, some people mm-hmm. they just I don't know they don't want to hear it. Like, did you did any of them not want to hear it at all when you um, when you first started out? I think so, and I think I was sort of like an annoying vegan at first. Like, yeah. I really felt like the world had done me wrong when I found it. Like, it was like something had been lifted, like, I, my eyes had been uncovered yeah. from this darkness, like, and I just wanted and to tell And you're so excited, everybody. yeah, and you want to share it with everyone, but, like, not everybody wants to hear it. Yeah, yeah, so that was definitely, like, a fault in my, in my side, but, um, they were pretty good, ultimately, they were yeah. pretty good about listening to it. Um, I always, I always would, like, self, I would like, diagnose people, I'd be like, oh, well, if they were vegan, if this wouldn't happen, and stuff like that, yeah. I'm like, oh, gosh, now looking back, I'm like, oh, I wish I hadn't have said those yeah. things, but I just really felt so passionate about it, I'm like, this can fix everything, and it's obviously not the case to fi- fix everything, but yeah. it is, Some like, people do think that they'll be like, well, they're vegan, and they still have this, and it's like, okay, you... Like, you're doing the best you can. That doesn't mean yeah. that you're immune to everything. Yeah, you know. But it's prevention. It's, like, helping you get less sick in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then, like, my, my best friend, she's, like, mostly plant-based, and she has got a little daughter that's... um 
that's pretty much plant-based as well. Yeah. I have another friend that's exclusively vegan and her son is my oldest son's age. And so, and she has a younger son as well. So they're like little vegan family as well. Yeah. So that's kind of nice that my son has like a little vegan friend that yeah. um, he can kind of get along with and eat snacks together. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not, he's not totally isolated and alone with that. So that's nice. And yeah, like just having this Facebook group, we've met more vegan families or like more veg minded people. Yeah. So yeah, the world is definitely expanding and evolving and there's so many people out there. So in my immediate family, I'm definitely blessed to have, like, I think you said like 80% of your family is vegan. That's how I feel. But it doesn't start out like that. No. So it's like, at first it might suck that you're like the only vegan and no one agrees with you. But as time goes on, like they'll start to see like the changes that you've made and they'll become interested. Yeah. You just have to kind of make it through and then also find some friends that like you can go out for vegan dinners with or have little like potlucks and... Yeah, and so I was going to say, actually, I felt really kind of lonely at the beginning because it was just, like, us four. And so I really found comfort in, like, social media and YouTube. Like, I I felt like I wasn't alone in this huge world. Like, there were other people out there that were doing what we were doing. So um, I definitely recommend if if you are on this journey and if you are feeling alone and there's nobody in your, like, immediate community – reach out to like some online friends yeah. create create an online community and watch some vegan youtubers you won't feel alone and yeah. you'll feel hopeful that more people will catch on if as long as you're leading like a, a positive yeah positive example uh, yeah don't get mad at people yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes you might want to it's so hard sometimes <laughs> yeah just like swallow your words yeah well because some people are like mean to you and you're like i'm not trying to be mean to you i'm just telling you information but mm-hmm. they just I don't know. They just don't want to hear. But, like, I get it because if you asked me 10 years ago if I would be vegan, I was like, no. Like, I met my first vegan friend in Australia, and she was vegan since birth. And I was like, what? Like, and I thought that, well, I guess, I thought you were only going to eat only plants if you were really into animal rights. Mm. And I was like, okay, like, and I really thought about it. So I was like, whatever, I'm not going to go vegan. And then I started for my health, and then... I stay for the animals, you know, yeah. well, and my health. But at first, everyone kind of comes for a different reason. Yeah, for so sure. So what was, yours was, I guess, mostly health, and then mostly you saw health. the... Yeah, definitely the animals, and then And you can't sure. unsee what you watch. Yeah, for sure, the environment, too. Like, I've got these two little kids, and I want, like, the the planet to be a better place for them. I want, I want the world to still go around. Like, yeah. it's so uh, heartbreaking. We watched the documentary Cowspiracy. That's an amazing one. Um... Yeah, just the environment is a big, big, big force yeah. for, for us as well. Um, and I find that, my, I don't know about all my parents' generation, but like my parents, they just don't, they, I don't know if they, it, maybe it's because it's up in a small town too, and like, if you, our recycling program doesn't, comp- like, you know, like, it, it's tough. In bigger cities, they come and pick up your compost and you're recycling, and it's not like that up here and yeah you have to work a little harder up here yeah um yeah we have to like take our recycling to the recycling depot weekly there is like plans to in like have curbside pickup which would be amazing but yeah i think and i think more people would do it if it was it just came like they came and picked it up all the time yeah and we we compost in our backyard oh, and, that's awesome and people always ask like oh i wish that there was a composting service and somebody would just come and pick up my compost i'm like oh my gosh it's so easy like literally you just throw it in a bucket and then like put it in your compost that's what we do we just kind of put it in a bucket on our back deck and then like and then you just like order one of those compost buckets for your backyard right yeah and they just kind throw of some decay. newspaper on it every once in a while some yard clippings it's really it's really so if you've got a backyard you can do it yeah for yeah. sure and i know that there's like 
in bigger cities, obviously, um, like if you live in an apartment complex, That's, you can like freeze it and then bring it to your farm, your farmer's market weekly and give it to the farmers. That's smart yeah. because I like I live in an apartment. I just moved to a new apartment, but I used to live in Kelowna, and I'm like, me and my sister mostly just have compost waste. But I'm like, what do I do with the compost yeah. waste? And it sucks because we end up throwing it in the garbage. And I'm like, was looking up something I could keep on my deck, and I'm like, you're not allowed to actually keep anything on our oh, wow. on our deck except patio furniture up there. But in my new place, I'm like, oh, maybe I can do that. Yeah, just put it in a uh, like, um, paper bag and put keep and it in your freezer. Pick it up. And then go bring it to the farmer's market or wherever. Reach out to your online community and see if somebody will be available. Even somebody like me, I'd be like, I'll take your compost. Yeah, sure. True. You know? Cause you, oh, yeah, because you have a compost bin. Yeah, just somebody will That's just take so it. so smart. I'm going to do that when I yeah. get back to Chill. Well, I live in Chillac now. Okay. So I'm going yeah. to do that. So somebody will take your compost. I know. And I'm so happy for like there's um, a Chilliwack vegan community because I just use that and I've gone to like a little potluck and cool. met some people that way because cool. when you move to a new town, you're like, oh, like how am I gonna make any friends mm-hmm. well it's nice for you because you have your sister too right you're not just like she alone. doesn't no she doesn't live with me anymore oh, no. yeah so I was living with both my sisters in Kelowna but I just moved to Chilliwack like a month ago okay and I'm like I know no one except my fiance oh your fiance yeah and your new fiance yeah well that's good you're not alone then yeah okay. so okay tell us what is your favorite meals for your family or like easy meals for your kids okay we definitely indulge in comfort food However, we kind of do it like have our own spin on it. So we love like Taco Tuesday and we love having pastas and we do sushi night. We eat a lot of like ethnic food, I guess, like curries and stir fries and Thai recipes and stuff like that. Is it really easy to make those vegan and lots of times they're already vegan, right? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah, like curries are often like chickpeas or whatever. Um, Right now it's the fall, winter, so we are eating lots of soups and chilies and um we do tofu lots and uh, we like a lot of like warm cooked meals we're not big salad fans in our house I think just because we do live in like a cooler climate especially in the winter I find Mm -hmm. you eat it and then you're you're freezing you're like and it's kind of like wet cold up here so it takes a while to get yeah warm once you're cold that's good that you said that because I definitely feel like oh just like chilled to the bone yeah um we have like family smoothies in our house a lot I have a Vitamix blender so we've got like the big 64 ounce jug and I it's funny people will always laugh at me at the grocery store because I buy like I don't know three or four bundles of bananas at a time they're yeah like, I buy so many and people are like are you, you a do? monkey and yeah. I'm like there's like it's the best thing they're so yeah. cheap and then you just freeze them yeah if we don't eat them all we'll freeze them for banana ice cream yeah. or banana bread or whatever like um so yeah we throw like four bananas in a thing and like half the jug is spinach or kale and a whole bunch of fruit and whatever yeah and so we have like these big family smoothies and sometimes if we're just feeling lazy we'll have smoothies and popcorn for dinner like yep. really just like keep and it it's simple quick. and I, sometimes I used to feel like oh I'm just like doing my kids a disservice for like not feeding them a proper meal but yeah no but so these are proper meals I think that someday they'll look back and be like yeah those nights that we had smoothies and popcorn and watched a movie like they'll like, they'll just like have fond memories of that yeah. I think yeah we love having breakfasts for dinner or whatever breakfast like for breakfast for dinner <laughs> waffles pancakes we do like tofu scrambles it's so good yeah tofu yeah. scramble is a really good thing if you are worried about cutting out eggs mm-hmm. yeah I had that for our new year's eve potluck that we had and my brother was like my brother was into it so again baby Perfect. steps he's like is this that, that egg thing or whatever yeah <laughs> like yeah it's really good I had my grandma over for a Christmas dinner and she was like mm, I don't know like 
are we just having salad again with the salads? I'm like, no, grandma. Yeah. And she's like, I hate broccoli. And I was like, okay, well, we have like, we did like a nutritional yeast crusted broccoli. Mm. And I put one on her plate and we had like acorn squash and like mashed sweet potatoes. And I like watched her like cut up the broccoli, eat it in four different pieces. Have no idea. I don't know if she didn't know if it was broccoli. And I was like, grandma, so do you like that broccoli? She's like, I didn't eat broccoli. I'm like, yeah, you did. And it looked like you liked it. <laughs> That's so good. I guess just like raw broccoli. She's, I don't yeah. know. But there's so many ways to transform food, right? Yeah. Like we just recently roasted cauliflower. And I'm like, oh my God, what have we been doing? This is so good. Yeah. Like, it's so good. And, like, and you always discover new things because yeah. I think a lot of time people are like, well, what can I eat? There's no variety. But I've been plant-based for four years and I'm constantly seeing new things. Yeah. And I feel like we are eating way more variety now that we're vegan because yeah. before we would just eat like our fish and we would eat and rice you know and, and chicken or whatever yeah, yeah we were like so like hung up on our our three kind of section plate that we would eat and now it's just like the options are unlimited yeah yeah that's so true oh yeah i want to ask you because you're a runner i love running too i'm not very consistent with it but like how long have you been running for well i started running when my when I was recovering, basically after I had my first, I kind of want to get back into fitness. Yeah. I used, I grew up as a dancer, actually. Oh, cool. And so I always had, Oh, my like, God, that's why you look familiar. I'm like, you look familiar, <laughs> but I don't know where I've ever seen you. But, I mean, we're Did you from dance? the same town. I danced, but just a little bit. Like, I was in ballet at Dance Academy. Okay. Ballet, and I did a jazz class and tap and... Cool. Yeah. yeah. I danced all the way, like, from 6 to 18. I was competitive. I did, like, the whole so thing. So I probably... Yeah. I would probably would have saw you at every performance. Yeah. yeah. And so I was, like, really looking for a form of fitness that was just fun. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to go to the gym and be like, ugh, go to the gym. It's just, like, a grind. Yeah. And I also wanted something that was affordable because, you know, we were just, like, on this, like, I was on EI because I had just had my baby. Yeah. So I started running and it wasn't... I didn't love it, honestly. I really didn't love it. And then I had a friend that was running, and so she kind of, like, took me under her wing, and she used to be, like, a running coach, so she kind of, like, got me into it. And it was, like, a nice little, like, escape. I could get out and have, like, a mommy run time with yeah. my friend. And then it kind of... It's fun when you go with someone else. I like totally. I like running, but I actually trained for a marathon last year, but I think what helped me train was my friend was training with me, so even if you didn't want to go and run, you get out there with your friend, you're chatting, you're yeah. running. And it keeps you accountable too. If yeah. you already like planned like a run time, yeah, you definitely, you stick to it. Um, yeah. So then I kind of like fell through the wayside. I, I stopped running through my pregnancy and then I joined the learning club in Prince Rupert in our, in our hometown here. And I met all these people and it was amazing. It was just like the vegan community again. Not all, not all runners are vegan. Surprisingly, yeah. there are some out there, which was kind of cool. I yeah. bumped into some of them. Um, but it was just nice to meet other people that I would never have crossed paths with. Yep. And so we did this like program. It's basically like a couch to 10K over 13 weeks or something like that. We really loved it. And so then the following year, I decided to coach it. Because I, they were down coaches. Oh, cool! They were down coaches. So you went from not running to doing it to <laughs> yeah. being a running coach. Yeah. So I it's did amazing. A, I did a, the running coach thing, and that was awesome. I really love the like, kind of running with like the underdogs, the ones that maybe like weren't experienced runners. Because after all, it is like a for beginners running club, and it was really nice to just kind of like hang back with like maybe the people that weren't running at your pace, and just kind of encourage people to go along yeah. with it and be their positive, like you know, keep going, keep going. And I did run a half marathon. I did like the 
the seaweed's Lululemon oh, one yes, in Vancouver. Yes, that's amazing. It was amazing. That's the only half marathon I've done, but it's definitely, I would do it again and again and yeah, again. Yeah, there's such fun experiences. Like, I know you can run half marathon distance on your own, but it's like having everybody around you and oh, something the to energy. train for. Yeah. yeah. The energy was um, incredible. It was incredible. And like, the views in Vancouver are so amazing. Uh, I definitely would want to do it with a partner, and we did sign up for the lottery last year and didn't make it. Yeah. I was really hoping to run it with my husband, and that's the thing about the running club. I did it with my husband, and he is definitely not a runner, but he got, he was surprisingly, like, he got it so well, and he was always, always at the front of the pack. Like, yeah. he was so fast, and looking at him, you probably wouldn't expect that from him, yeah. but it was really nice to hang out with him and, like, get away from the kids for a little bit and do our own thing. I kind of reconnect as, like, adults instead yeah. of just parents instead all the parents. time yeah. yeah yeah so there's so many benefits of running and I think that it was really it is really good for the physical point of view but yeah. also like my mental health it obviously benefited from as well as well as my relationship yeah yeah definitely so many good things came from it and it's I find that if you're someone that has a hard time picking up new hobbies signing up to like a running club or something like yeah. that is a great way to get into it yeah and there's so many different like age ranges there's guys there's girls there's there's like grandparents out there yeah. it's really cool like kind of just meeting people that like again you just would never meet if and you then you're excited to go like the next week you're like i'm gonna go see my running friends yeah, yeah it's three days a week like you know you have to commit to it and like if you kind of if you don't go you know you're going to kind of fall behind so you just like you commit to it so yeah. that you can like meet those goals every week um and like our running club it's kind of like you don't it's not so much a distance thing even though you do want to run 10k at the end um it's just like a, a, a time thing yeah so we run for you know five minutes at a time and then walk for five minutes and so it doesn't matter how fast you're going like you go at your own pace we did a couple trail runs this year which was like really fun and it's actually starting in february so, so I, if you're listening to this and you live in prince rupert yeah sign up come out to the prince rupert running club yeah, yeah it's so fun to meet you guys <laughs> that would be awesome yeah and if you live somewhere else i know that a lot of places in canada have the running room and they, or even Lululemon, they put on free, like, weekly runs. You don't even have to pay. You just go. Yeah. There's always one in, like, every community. So yeah, it's just a good place to start. In Prince Rupert here, there's uh, running meetups, like, that happen twice a week or something like that. So I've kind of, to be honest, I've kind of, like, fallen out of running a little bit recently. Um, so I haven't been making it to them. But it is nice to stay connected with these people that are just so positive And they're all, like, kind of... They're all, yeah, they're all positive and they want like the same outcome for each other. Yeah. 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 It's like, I know you have to surround yourself by those people when you're trying something new. Cause like I find like your family can be supportive and your friends, but sometimes they're, they don't like when there's a change, mm-hmm. you know, they're That's like, why is everything changing? They get used to it eventually, but the beginning is like the hard part. Yeah. I have like a great circle of friends. Everybody's like really like-minded and yeah. everybody's like super warm and welcoming, but we all have different interests and almost there's only a few of my friends that are really into running or like some sort of fitness like so if you if your schedules don't align with those few people in your circle then you have to like find other people out there it's good to expand your your circle this mm-hmm. makes me feel like I want to go back to Chilliwack. I need to sign up for a running club. Yeah, for I sure. I really do. Otherwise, I'm not going to get out there. <laughs> okay. Now I want to talk about your business. Okay. So it's super cool. <laughs> Shauna has a plant-based skincare line, and I actually just got a bunch of her products today. Woo-hoo. They're so pretty and so affordable, and I can't wait to try them for you guys. 
Yeah. So tell us about that. Like what, like how did you come up with the idea? And you just launched it in November too. So it's pretty new. Yeah, it's brand new. My sister and I developed it. We're a partnership in this. Um, it's called Cream Come True and Cream. Such a good name. <laughs> cream is with a K. Um, yeah, so we have been working on the formula since July this year. And we really wanted to just make sure they were right before we released it to the public. And in our hometown here, we have a craft fair in uh, the fall. So we released it and launched it. Like, I didn't even tell anybody that I was working on it. I had a few people that were guinea pigs yeah. that were kind of helping us out with the formulas. But I didn't actually say it out loud until the day before the craft oh, fair. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, hey, guys, come see me. That's so cool. Because yeah, so you did really well. And, like, with one day of yeah, one notice. day people, like, it was getting shared and liked so much. And I, like... All of a sudden, these like social media handles were created and people were following us, and it was so exciting. I really felt all the love and supported from everybody. It was amazing. Um, so we started with with five products. We've got um, basically the skincare line is we're trying to make it as sustainable ingredients, um, natural. There's no chemicals, fragrances, or perfumes. Um, it's all really simple ingredients, plant based, of course. And we're trying to use uh, as much waste. Oh, as, as least amount of waste as possible. Yeah. So everything is packed in uh, glass with a little bit of plastic on top, but mostly glass. Um, I do all the branding myself and social media. I'm sort of like the face of the of the brand yeah. because my sister's just not into that. But my sister is such a brainiac. She's like we call her a little like mad scientist. Um, so we started this because my sister was sort of like looking for a change. She was wanting to try something else that was new, and so she's like, oh, maybe maybe skincare. She was kind of interested, and I said, oh, well, if you do that, like, you should make it with glass containers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I could, like, Zero do Zero waste movement. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you know, you don't want to use that plastic. It's like, that's not good. And I was like, oh, I could make your, like, your labels for you if you want me to do that, because I have a background in digital design. Oh, cool. That's and- <laughs> your labels are so pretty. <laughs> so, yeah. So she was like, okay, you could do that. And I said, oh, well, if you do that, then can you, like, make it plant-based so that there's, like, no honey or, like, beeswax or anything like yeah. that in there? And so we kind of just, like, had this conversation that kept on going, and she's like, you know what? Do you want to just, like, do this with me? <laughs> I was like, sure. I'll, I I mean, I'm already so busy with, like, being a mom, and I've got a part-time job, and... I'm, yeah, I like, don't a, know how you do it all, but it's so inspiring. <laughs> I've got, like, a, I'm doing a volunteer on a board, and, like, I do the volunteer for the running room, or the running club, and so, yeah, I've got so much going on, but I just couldn't, like, let this go by. So yeah. I was like, sure, let's, let's do this, and... It's been really amazing. Like, again, it's only been almost two months now and the feedback has been so positive and it's just really, it's really like it feels really hopeful for the future for us. We have plans to expand the line. We're going to do a men's collection in the, well, I'm going to say in the new year and it is the new year. Yeah, I know the year went so fast. (laughs) I know. Um, And we're looking at maybe making like a baby collection. (gasps) That would be so cool. Yeah. That's sort of like near and dear to my heart, obviously. Um, and her products actually don't have a ton of ingredients, which yeah. is what I really like because sometimes I go to buy natural skincare products and I just don't buy it because there's so many things and I don't even know what half of them are. They might all be natural, but I'm like, there's like 35 things in this. Yeah, that's how I felt too. And we, like for instance, we have this um, under eye roller and it's it's got coffee bean oil in it, which my sister makes. Like you oh, can, what? You can buy it, this yeah. ingredient online and it's kind of expensive. And my sister's like, hmm, let me just see. And she gets out her computer and types in. She's like, I can make that. And she like 
condenses the oil over, I don't know, eight hours or something like that to get like a super pure concentrated oil. Anyways, I was looking online just to kind of like see what else was out there because I really am kind of clueless about the whole industry. I I, I didn't really have much of well, a routine myself. And it's myself. not like when you go to the stores, at, like when you go to the stores in Prince Rupert, you don't have like a ton of things to choose from. Like, True. Uh, like when I was living in Kelowna, you go to like Choices or Nature's Fairs mm-hmm. and even if you go to Winners, like, there's yeah. tons of natural products, but you wouldn't be browsing them here unless you're, like, shopping online all the time and, like... Yeah, yeah, so I was sort of, like, on a chemical-free movement myself, and so you're right, like, going to shoppers or whatever, I would uh, kind of look at this wall of just these generic brands. I'm like, well, yeah. I know that that's not plant-based, and I know that that's not cruelty-free, and I know that, like, like all these things, I'm like, oh, I just can't do it. So I really didn't have a skincare routine myself. Yeah. Um, and so I was looking online and I found, I stumbled upon this other under eye roller and it also had coffee bean oil and I'm like, Oh, this isn't like a new thing. Like I thought that we, I didn't think that we had created it, yeah. but I kind of was like, Oh, I didn't know it was, what else was out there. And the first ingredient on this label was water. Yeah. I'm like what? You're like you're paying for water. What? With a drip of oil in it. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this That's is- like when you go to shoppers, like so like the water's like the first ingredient of most yeah. stuff. And you're like, what? I mean we have like we have some uh some water in a couple of our like, recipes you need because water, you need to but, be able yeah. to like loosen it up and stuff like that. But the strictly oil based things, it's all oil. Like there's there's no I mean you want to put hydration in your face. Yeah, so definitely. The water is just gonna like evaporate and I don't know. <laughs> I started oil cleansing last year and it like at first I was like, This is so weird. Yeah. But it like it gets rid of like all the bumps in your skin when you Have use you more still oil been doing products. It? You're sticking to it? Well, I actually ran out of my face wash, so I need face wash. So if you make a face wash, I'm gonna be buying yours. But um I've been meaning to go back to it because mm-hmm. I noticed the texture of my skin oh, changes. It... Oh yeah. It's kind of like all the little bumps yeah. go away more with oil cleansing. See, I've never done that. My friend has tried it in the past, and she's a... It feels weird, though. Yeah. She said that she's a new mom, but she said that uh, it's more of a process, it obviously. Is. Like, See, I don't do the process correctly. Like, I put it on my face for, like, a minute, mm-hmm. and um, the lady who I bought the products from, she's like, you need to massage it in your face for, like, three minutes. Oh, my gosh. Which is, like, too long, right? Yeah, especially so, if you're a mom or something like that. It's like, yeah. I don't know, three minutes. So, I know I did see this half oil based half I don't know what it was not oil like it wasn't strictly oil and it Mm -hmm. kind of foamed yeah and I was thinking of buying that instead of going from my straight oil base because it's quicker yeah and it's easier to like rub on your eye makeup and get it all off yeah so that's something to look into I know everybody's like are you gonna make a cleanser are you gonna make I thought probably we'll do a makeup remover in the future oh yes yeah I like that I'm sort of making products that I feel like I need in my life like yeah I'm being a little bit selfish. I'm just like, well, I need a toner. Let's make a toner. Yeah. And like I was buying toner from the health food store and it's a great toner, but it came in plastic and I just, oh, it just kills me that plastic. So we've got our bottles, our glass and and they're refillable, refillable, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So people can bring us back their containers. We'll sanitize and refill them. Yeah. That's so smart. Out of the landfill or the recycling, whatever. I actually haven't found a good like natural like eye makeup. Mm-hmm. remover yeah no, I always no, have no. black down my face I'm like how am I 27 years old I've been wearing makeup since I was like probably 11 or 12 yeah and I still don't have a good yeah I, well it's kind of like when I switched to more natural products I stopped using like the eye makeup removers at like shoppers drug mart yeah and I've just been trying to use lotion and it doesn't work <laughs> sometimes I'm like putting olive oil on my eye I'm like I just need a cleanser that gets it all off gets it out yeah yeah, yeah I know hey I know I I really didn't have my skincare routine so I'm really I feel like I'm in this this market right now where I should know all these things but I'm I'm educating myself too it's kind of new to me too but yeah. overall it's been really positive and yeah and your skin awesome. is amazing 
Thanks. I'm I'm trying. It's funny. Like I got in, I kind of was interested in this whole skincare thing because of my postpartum skin. Like I think that gaining all that weight and then losing it and then gaining some weight and then losing it. My skin just like the elasticity was just sort of like breaking down and I could just really feel like, ugh. I never thought that I was going to have to like implement such a like foundation of like night cream every night and, and so on. But my skin was just really taking a beating after yeah. having my children all the sleepless nights. I think I heard something like if you have like one sleepless night, it like breaks down the collagen in your skin. Like I it, noticed like, when I wake up so and I don't sleep very much, my skin like it looks tired. And like yeah. when you're a mom, I feel like you never oh. actually get to sleep. I had Moms are so many people. <laughs> I had, like both my kids were terrible sleepers. So, <laughs> so I definitely need that skincare to put anything back in there, try yeah. and rehydrate and repair some damage yeah yeah, totally (laughs) yeah okay so shauna what this is like my last question for you what is the number one thing you wish you would have known when you embarked on your vegan journey hmm that's a good question i mean i wish that i wasn't so in your face to people Mm -hmm. i think that if i could go back i wish i wasn't you know sharing all these videos like can you believe this on like facebook or whatever i feel like that's a little bit uh too much but um sometimes people kind of just step back yeah because they're like oh I don't want to see this and yeah I wish I had just like led with a a positive like a positive attitude and and I sort of I sort of did but I I also just I was really in your face because again I just really wanted to like shed the light and just like show people the truth but I wish I had uh not done that um something that I would suggest for people that are interested in going vegan or plant-based is to do your research like um read as much as you can you know watch documentaries watch youtube videos watch other people's experiences Mm -hmm. really spread out and kind of see like all the all the types of vegan that there is so that if people have questions for you because people have had so many questions for me like you can kind of share your knowledge with them and uh, kind of be prepared so maybe if i had to go back and do it again like i would be a little bit more prepared too so that I could when people say oh well what about this like you know I had the answer just like that yeah I still wish I was like that because I learned everything and then you kind of you have it in your brain but you haven't thought about how to like relay the information to somebody Mm -hmm. else and like oftentimes like somebody comes at you like they they're kind of aggressive or like what about this and then you kind of like I'm a non-confrontation same I I don't like that I can't and so I kind of get really panicky and um I don't maybe like things don't flow as smoothly yeah. as they should and yeah. so yeah being prepared and having the information just feel like you just know like the back of your hand and yeah and you know and then you're more confident and then it comes off to the other person they're like oh maybe like maybe this is something that I do want to look into mm-hmm, for sure okay oh last thing where can people find you people find me for my for your online okay. yeah <laughs> well I have like oh, you, you can follow me at north coast vegan if you want to see my vegan food creations the yeah. north coast vegan I'll have dots in between them and then cream come true is on instagram k for cream come true and we're also on facebook so you can also find the line at harris and wick goldsmiths and prince super they're our only retailer at the moment uh as well as just like from my home so if you yeah. if you want something just shoot me a message and you can pick up and we've delivered some things post sent it out through canada post yeah i was gonna say will you send it yeah like, okay yeah perfect. if you've got like a buddy that maybe you're living down in the okanagan you're one of your friends or whatever um maybe but buddy up with somebody and share the shipping yeah have a big parcel for you guys to share yeah, yeah. that's awesome well thanks for coming on the show <laughs> yeah thanks for having me <laughs> thanks for listening 
I hope you enjoyed the show and learned a few things from Shauna. I know I definitely learned a lot. And two weeks from now, tune in to hear me interview my new friend Carly. Carly is a Canadian girl living in the Gili Islands in Indonesia. She's a world traveler and has been vegan for seven whole years. We discuss what led her to veganism way back then and why she decided to stay with this lifestyle. She also gives us tips for going vegan and staying vegan while traveling. She talks about her life on the Gili Islands and we discuss how to get outside of your comfort zone even when it feels scary. She shares with us how she has traveled for so many years and how you can do it too. Carly is a little entrepreneur and a big promoter of self-love and body positivity. Check out her on Insta at gently.living to be inspired on the daily and get excited about her interview. If you consider yourself vegan or plant-based and want to share your story, please send me an email at hello at newnormco.com. If you've been inspired by the show and you're looking to add some more plant-based meals into your life, head over to newnormco.com and grab my free guide to making smoothie bowls. I swear they're like the easiest gateway meal to plant-based life. They're just super easy and they taste really good and I'm probably going to go make wood right now. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and share with all your friends. Talk to you in two weeks.